this is the Pie Boy Podcast. Hey, what's up? Sparky from the Pie Boy Podcast. And we got a new episode. It's episode 59 on June 6, 2021. Blazers just lost. It's my thorn for the day. Lost game six. That's all I'm going to say about it. Stings a little. I agree with our announcer, Lamar. It stings. It stings. And the rose, however, the rose is that I got a black cat tattoo recently from my guy, Nate Luna, at the Hive um, Tattoo Shop in over off of Denver Avenue in Portland. Anyway, excited about it because I'm going to tell you the black cat story. It's an infamous story from my upbringing out in Malalabama, Malino, in the Lost Canyon. And it was a fan favorite back in the day. And I decided to make it come to life and, in a sense, got a tattoo to current, to remember and reflect on that and show, um, I don't know, show some kind of black cat energy or vibes by getting the tattoo and telling the story behind it. <clears throat> so let's get into it. Chapter 68, The Black Cat. My dad has always been a tough guy, whereas things that scare most people don't rattle him. Things like being scared of the dark, monsters, things that go bump in the night, graveyards, and ghost stories. Definitely not scared of wild animals. At one point, we had a wild cat problem in the Lost Canyon. We had let our cats outside because they were too crazy in the house, and some of them had started crapping in people's beds and even their clothes dressers. It got out of hand, so we just made them full-time outside cats, and they loved it. At some point, other cats in the neighborhood started mingling with them that were not fixed, spayed, neutered, whatever, either. And over the course of a couple years, we were overrun with cats. They were crazy. They would attack people, and the dogs wouldn't even mess with them. They were fierce and feral. We would all try to avoid them at all costs because they were so aggressive. In a weird way, they ran the neighborhood for a while. My dad tried to be a tough guy about it and acted like he was not scared of these wild cats attacking people. One morning, when my dad was going to work, his toughness was tested. He got in his car sometime after four in the morning like he usually did for work and thought he heard something shuffling around in the back of the 1989 Honda hatchback wagon, a.k.a. the go-kart. He giggled 
at the thought of it because it made him think about the rest of us being so jumpy and easily scared. He also thought he was hearing things because when it's early and you're still a little sleepy, you think you hear and see weird things. Your mind plays tricks on you. He started the car and then he heard some more rustling in the back. Now he was paying attention and thought, what in the actual fuck is that noise? He started to get a little scared. Heart pumping and sweating to boot. Out of nowhere, a black cat jumped from the rear of the car and attached itself to his shoulder. The cat was clawing and roughing him up. He swerved and almost went off the driveway into the brush. He yelled and tried to get a hold of the wild beast. He wrestled it to the top of the driveway. Excuse me. (coughs) Wow. Just got overloaded there. Without stopping, he flung the door open and threw the cat off of him. He sped off and saw the little critter land on its feet and run away into the woods by Lumpy's house. We all died laughing when he came home and told us the story. We all could tell he was a little scared, and my sister made fun of him so much. He got all butthurt and asked, Wouldn't you be scared of a fucking black cat jumping out of the darkness and attacking you? He was freaked out by the black cats because of his mom, our grandma, Stormin Norma, who was extremely superstitious and also believed in black magic. They had always avoided black cats and their bad juju. Dad claims He has always backed up and went the opposite direction when he has seen black cats over the course of his life. I used to tell this story at my lunch table in high school. It was the most requested and most repeated over the course of my high school career. People loved it, especially the ones that knew my old tough guy dad. The other part of the story that makes it more funny was that there was a this bounty on the cats in the neighborhood, the ones that were attacking people, especially this black one that was causing the most trouble. Truthfully, some of our neighbors took a lot of the wild cats to a shelter. They had to and did not harm them. But a few were not able to be caught and roamed the canyon for a while, causing trouble and misfortune for a few unlucky jokers. At one point before the incident with my dad, Lumpy had claimed he had killed the meddling beast and deserved a reward for it, the bounty I talked about earlier. Everyone was dumbfounded. They told him you shouldn't kill a black cat because that would bring bad luck. No one truly believed he did, 
or did they? But we made fun of him like he did. We told him often that he would have bad luck and that he needed to look out for the black cat. Shortly after the incident with my dad, we remembered that part of the story and we were all dumbfounded again. Did the black cat come back from the dead? It must have, and it was haunting Lumpy and my dad. Lumpy claimed he kept seeing the black cat for months after all of that, and we would laugh and say, no way. Later, he admitted to me that he actually thought it came back from the dead. We agreed it must have been some voodoo shit in the canyon, which may or may not have been connected to the voodoo doll cowboy my dad's buddy, found in our house way back when and burnt in a bonfire. Yeah, I kind of leave you on the edge with that one, right? I This is a, as I was writing the story, and this happens sometimes, I've talked about it before, that you revisit these stories and then so as you're, rewriting, editing, adding to, sharpening the focus and sharpening your flow and your words and structure and diction and all that stuff, new parts come up, new ideas come up about, about it, about what happened or connections. I make connections and like the next section I, I try to do this in the podcast often is the reflections and connections on the story. So it's not always me just talking about the past, but it's like connecting to the present or just reflecting on how it makes me feel in the present and then connecting other stories. So this story, I have this weird feeling that it connects to the voodoo doll story. We just had weird juju around my house and in the Canyon. That is not a made up thing. And I talked about it on the Halloween special episode. And I talked a little bit about it with the voodoo doll episode. It's not a made up thing. And I think I have another, uh, another story or two about that, but I'm realizing this weird connection of these stories later in life after I've left that place. I haven't been back for like over a year now. And I had visited like very sparingly since like a certain time, um, since my parents moved and my brother had just lived there and all these different things. But yeah, uh, it's a weird connection. The, the voodoo doll thing and the voodoo energy or juju, whatever was happening. And I don't blame my grandma for being freaked out by that kind of stuff. But also being into that stuff doesn't seem like a fun idea either. It seems pretty serious <laughs> from my dabblings. But yeah, the black cat. And I didn't tell the story completely when I was getting my tattoo, but I said something in, inspired by about the black cat and why I got this tattoo. And it was also, I just really dug it. I love cats. And these were 
different cats in my story. They weren't like super close to me. They were really terrifying. And the ones in the house, like they were fun, but like, I don't know, you have some cats you have connections with and others you don't just like, I think that's with dogs and other animals too. But like, I love my cats now. I love the cat we had before that with my wife. And then I had cats with my mom when I lived with my mom. And then my grandma had cats and they were kind of like our cats at the same time for years um, at the same time as this, and we had barn cats that went with us, Fluffy and Smudge, when I was a kid, or I had two like, childhood cats that I loved so much, and uh, Bobby Kitty was another one. Um, but yeah, I, I love cats, and this I love this story about the cats, the black cat. Like I was scared, and I wouldn't lie about it. I was definitely freaked out, but I liked it. I was intrigued. Like, what's this black cat going to do? Like, is it really going to give us bad luck? And I remember seeing it. I didn't say that much about, like, my experience except for the thing with my dad and Lumpy. But Lumpy and I, and by myself, had seen the cat just pop up out of nowhere. Like, being out in the barn at night and like hearing rustling and then this cat come out of nowhere and, like, like run out, run by us. Um, and I saw this poster today at the school in a teacher's classroom, and it said it was like all the ways that cats are plotting to kill you. And it was it's a cartoon. <laughs> it's really funny. But one of them I saw today was like when a cat suddenly runs out of a room or area, that means they were abandoning it was like a failed ambush or something. <laughs> and that's what I, I thought about just now is like maybe the black ads, a few different failed ambushes on Lumpy and I, like in my barn, I definitely saw it up in the, not in the rafters, but we had like two sections and there was a wall, but it didn't go up all the way. So the, like a cat could jump up there and it did. The black cat's little scary self was up there with its glowing eyes in the dusk or in the middle of the day when you didn't expect it or you see it you driving and like in the salau brush on the side of our driveway just go running like what the hell was that the black cat we had so many incidents like then other times probably didn't see anything but we just thought we'd blame it on the black cat it was a thing for years years and lumpy swears that he killed it he was like, I got it, man. We got to get rid of this shit. He was very worried about the superstitious part of it too, but it didn't stop him from taking care of it. But I don't know if he did. I don't know. I never saw it. Nobody saw it because he said it disappeared. And I know that sounds so crazy, but it's what happened. I'm not, I can't make this shit up. Like it's what happened. And I would love to know if anybody else has stories like this because I've never heard any except for in a movie or something or just folklore about black cats and superstitions. And I think I have a book. Oh, yeah, Unsolved. Um, it's like a encyclopedia of unsolved mysteries and things. And there's definitely a chapter about black cats in there. I've had that book since I was a kid. And when... I remember reading about it and also hearing like we used to read uh, scary stories 
like volume 10 or 11 or something from the Oregon City Library too. And we got so many late fines for keeping that book because we loved it, but it would scare us, but we loved it. There was a story about the like those escaped convict and these people were camping and it was the claw. And it was a story about the hook man or the claw. And yeah, that scared us. There was a story about a black cat in there being like a symbol of bad luck and the devil and something else. I can't remember all the folklore. It doesn't matter. The point of this podcast is not talk about that, but just my, what I know and what I know is this crazy story about the black cat and the wild cats in our Canyon. So crazy. I remember at one point we had, they were, I think there might've been a picture where they're all up on our deck or a lot of them were, there had to have been 15 or 20 all in one area. Cause when, as soon as the food came out, those things came running. Cause they were just all fighting each other. There probably wasn't a mouse or rat in our, like in the vicinity of our house and garage for months because of how many cats there were and the birds I really can't tell you, and this is totally exaggerating, but I couldn't tell you if I remember hearing birds around that time, that many cats around, thinking about how vicious my two cats are with squirrels and bats right in the current moment. So, yeah, I don't know. Scary, Um, but fun, inspiring. It's fun to get freaked out about stuff like that. There's actually a naughty black cat in our neighborhood right now, and our cats go back and forth, and it comes up our stairs. Uh, There's two. There's like a black cat, like a full black cat that's just a few houses down, and it always just like looks at us and gives us a dirty look when we walk by as it lays on the porch. But it always comes to our yard and either gets swatted by one of our cats or it like somehow bullies both of our cats is weird it goes back and forth but it gets so scared when i come out and see what the hell's going on it like dives down the stairs like it doesn't even run it just like pitches itself down to the platform and then platform up the uh, stone wall which is at least like seven or eight feet is a crazy feat and our cats kind of do it but not like that they never jump down the stairs and then basically take maybe a step or two and then jump up to six seven feet up onto this ledge of a stone wall it's pretty crazy looking and it like looks back at you if you can imagine yeah black cats are or just cats in general are interesting but black cats always seem to be kind of naughty and kind of living up to the folklore in a sense. If you really pay attention to them, I might just be a crazy cat daddy, but I can't help it. They're very fascinating and pretty friendly if you try. Um, But with that being said, we got to wrap this thing up and talk about songs of the week so Saturday night special, Leonard Skinner, there's a part, it came on, I forgot about it, but in the first like lines, 
something creeping up like a black cat do classic and the guitar riff just the sound of that song is awesome and it's like the story of Leonard Skinner you know all of it every time I listen to him I think of that I don't know how not to but I also think of their greatness and just they don't sound like there's other bands that similar things but like I really they're so unique in my mind I love that every time is like the first time listening to them but that, that song had come on and reminded me like oh yeah it talks about a black cat like what the forgot about that because I was having a hard time thinking of what the theme song was or like what the song in my head what takes me back but what keeps me in the moment to to make connections and reflections and saturday night special does it thank you leonard skinnard the other one's bad bad moon rising by ccr no brainer because it makes me think of the, i know that he's not from the bio and from louisiana or any the swamp in florida or anything but the vibe of that song makes me think of like voodoo stuff like i was saying and bad like superstitions and weird stuff happened with a full moon and black cats all that stuff is tied together and that weird folklore i don't even know where the roots of it i should know but that i'm not going to sit here and do research about that i'm researching my life you can do your own research i inspire you by telling the story to go look up the stuff that I'm just blabbing about. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, so those two jams just speak for themselves with a story about a black cat. That's what I was trying to say. So no stress, no sweat. And like I said, this is the wrap. And we don't say goodbye. We say until next time. So happy hunting. And I'll see you out there. Peace.